welcome to the Giraffe Social Media Podcast. It's what social media managers are talking about. I'm Chloe, and today I'm joined by the fantastic Katie and Ellie. Coming up on this week's episode, we'll be sharing and debating our definitive rank of fast food burgers. Plus, we'll be covering the top three national days to mark on your calendar next month. Now, ladies, this week's episode just so happens to be airing the week of National Hamburger Day, and that's this Saturday, the 28th of May. And we all know that the giraffe office has been known to argue over the ranking of various <laughs> sweet and savory treats, whether that's the best biscuit to dunk in your tea, the best crisps, or whether lollies are better than chocolate. So I thought it would be fun if on this week's episode, we try and put together our own definitive ranking of fast food burgers here in the UK. Um, to help us along the way, I thought, you know, it might just it might be a little bit boring if just the three of us are throwing out our, our favorite burgers. So um, I've enlisted the help of a very credible tier list I saw online. And uh, this ranking was created by a media manager called Bruno Borchette. Um, if I've butchered that last name, Bruno, I apologize. Um, but we're going to go through his hot takes and see how they hold up against our own opinions um, from places we've eaten and our favorite burgers, you know, within the UK. So you guys ready to, to chat all things burgers? Absolutely. I'm very ready. <laughs> Okay, so he's done a very interesting tier ranking. On top, of course, we have the God tier, everyone's everyone's favourite. And on the God tier, our friend Bruno has put Burger King's Whopper Burger. And that was the only burger that made it to the top, uh, to the, the God tier of his ranking. Have you guys, I've never tried the Whopper Burger, so I can't comment, but I'm sure, I'm sure it's good. It's pretty famous, that one. Well, here's the thing. It's like, I don't, I mean, maybe I'm speaking from my own experiences. I don't know anyone who goes out of their way for Burger King. So it surprises me that anyone would have like a Burger King burger at the top, but then they are the king. So <laughs> this is the thing, right? I know I feel like in Australia, yeah, Burger King's like, it's not that popular. You go there because they do cheap nuggets or like <laughs> cheap water. But I feel like it's it's maybe got a bit more of a cult following here in the UK, but maybe, not yeah. enough to have the to have the god tier ranking to be the only <laughs> one up there. Yeah, I I really can't agree with this whatsoever. <laughs> um, I am not a Burger King fan. I like their chips, and that's oh, the chips are the best. So they're really good, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but obviously, mm-hmm. we're not talking about uh, chips today, unfortunately. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I can't. I can't say I'd choose Burger King over mm. a McDonald's burger. That may be a very unpopular opinion by many. <laughs> no, I'm with you. What would you, Ellie, what would you have in your God tier? So it, it really depends on what budget um, I'm kind of going to today. If I'm really going to splurge, I will go to Five Guys. I, I really love their, like, their classic cheeseburger with whatever toppings I want on there. Oh. Um but that is expensive. It's it's not really like a, a cheap uh fast food basically. Um but if I'm going for like a bog standard hamburger that I can rely on, I'd go for a quarter pounder from McDonald's. Me too, Ellie. Me too. A quarter pounder meal to me, that is my death row meal. Pounders <laughs> I'm a vegetarian these days, but before I turned veggie, a quarter pound a meal 
was just like absolute god tier as as mm-hmm. you and I would put it. Um I am looking forward to hearing your opinion on where Bruno has put our favorite quarter pounder I've on his seen that. tier list. That <laughs> is very controversial, but we'll get into that in just a bit. Um Katie, are you with us on the quarter pounders or what's what's in your god tier? So I too am now mostly vegetarian, but I have I'm not really a beef person. I was always a chicken person. Um, and some people could argue that chicken doesn't belong in burgers anyway, which I've heard before. And I'm like, that sounds wrong, but okay, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> um, so like, I mean, the God tier for me is the McDonald's McChicken, unless mm-hmm. you want to do the hack that me and my partner came up with at uni, where you get a 99p mayo chicken and you get two of them for the price of the McDonald's McChicken. <laughs> and it's the same Ooh. thing it's just a slightly different bun genius there you go life hack for you <laughs> there you go that is an exclusive life hack for our social media podcast thank you katie that's okay mcdonald's don't sue me please <laughs> <laughs> that's almost like an, a whole other debate in itself whether chicken or beef burgers are reign supreme i think personally i'm a bit of a beef girl but mm. i am going to put mcchicken on the next tier down, which mm-hmm. we will get into now. Um, so next up on Bruno's list, we've got the royalty tier. And in this, he's put KFC's Zinger Burger, which I know has quite a cult following, and Burger King's cheeseburger, just their their base level cheeseburger. How are we feeling about this? Again, it just surprises me that Burger King is rated so highly by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's no shade to Burger King. <laughs> I promise. No. Yeah. I feel like Burger King, they just, they do too much with their burgers. So mm-hmm. far what they've popped in here, they seem like relatively basic burgers, but some of the stuff they've got, it's like onion rings and I'm, you know, ice cream and all this. Ice stuff. cream. Like, do less. <laughs> do less, Burger King. Do less. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't, again, I'm not a fan of Burger King particularly, so not impressed but I will say that KFC Zinger Burger is really good like I do mm-hmm. really like it and I do rate it quite highly however I don't have it very often mm-hmm. I agree with you Ellie I would I agree with the Zinger Burger and Katie this is where I would put McDonald's McChicken it's mm, not same. quite it's not quite up there with a the quarter pounder but it's still royalty <laughs> yeah yeah well clearly God tier is two mayo chickens <laughs> duh yeah Two mayo, yeah, chicken heads. Two mayo chickens stacked on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the elite tier. That's the living in thirty thirty tier. <laughs> oh, no, but I agree. Like the, I feel like KFC burgers are like criminally underrated. But maybe that's just my preference for chicken. Mm. I actually, you know what I would put here as well. Last night I had KFC's vegan burger, which oh, it's I haven't so tried. good, right? Yeah, I haven't tried any of the fast food vegan alternatives, but this one, this was good. And it's a chicken alternative, so I know that you would enjoy it, Katie. And <laughs> I would probably pop this. Maybe I'll pop it in the next tier that we're going to go into. And this Ooh. one is very interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. This is what Bruno calls the Adam Sandler tier, which <laughs> I'm not sure what this means. Maybe it's like... <laughs> The definition of mid, like you either yeah. love it or you hate it. I'm not sure. <laughs> like generally a classic, but nothing too special, you know? <laughs> I like that. Let's go with that. That's a really good analogy, actually. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Um, 
This is where we've got McDonald's Big Mac, McDonald's Cheeseburger, and the Nando's Classic Burger. I was shocked. (laughs) Yes, I, quite controversially within Giraffe, advocate against Nando's. Although I've never really had it, I just know that I don't want it and people shouldn't be eating Nando's. Um, (laughs) It's a one-woman campaign. Yes, that's a hill I will absolutely die on. Um, The Big Mac and the Cheeseburger, I can see this. I can see this Mm. happening. But I just feel like they should... I mean, I have my personal feelings about the Big Mac. There's part of me that's like, that must be too much bread to enjoy. But like, Mm. I don't know. I feel like it surprises me that anyone would put such staples down so low. This Mm. is the thing, right? Because the Big Mac and the Cheeseburger arguably are the most... I guess iconic. famous burgers iconic yes and they're well I guess Adam Sandler's quite iconic but yeah. is it for a good reason or for a bad reason yeah. <laughs> I mean I get the Big Mac and I also really do like the Big Mac sauce so I mm. would put it higher up Nando's mm-hmm. this is a really unpopular opinion and I know I'm going to offend lots of people but I really um, it's never my go-to and I mm. I just don't go there ever really so mm-hmm. um <laughs> And the cheeseburger, I swear it's like 99p. Yeah. Cheeseburger. Exactly. It's on that 99p menu where you can get the two mayo chickens, you see. (laughs) I I maybe would put it a little bit lower. I don't know. I just think. Interesting. Hmm. So. I'm I'm surprised Nando's, the classic burger, is the only burger on there because we have done this tier. Uh, survey around giraffe last mm. year for Hamburger Day, and I think a lot of people were one of their, you know, their top throws was Nando's. So for this to be the only burger on there in maybe, the UK is is quite interesting to me. Maybe they've had yeah. like a fall from grace. Maybe it's not what it used to be, you know. Maybe, maybe I would love nothing more for that to be the case. Nando's. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> this is getting personal. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, the next tier down, we're heading down to the to the <laughs> lesser lesser tiers now. We've got the pleb tier, which I think it's like you're not awful. You're just maybe not. You're just not that special. Are you? You're just not that special to me. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the McChicken, which that's quite a disappointing ranking, mm. I think, for us. Mm-hmm. And then KFC's original burger, which. A zinger is too spicy for me, so the original burger is my <laughs> go-to. And so I'm actually very upset to see these yeah. two chicken burgers down on the pleb tier. This is injustice. <laughs> this is chicken slander. Chicken slander. Justice for the yeah, chicken. Yes. yes, I think Bruno definitely has a preference. He swings towards yeah. the beef side, I'm, I'm guessing, from his, his rankings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I would swap the Burger King ones out for the mm. McDonald's chicken and the KFC original recipe. Yeah. So I'd probably just do a little switcheroo. Um, but, yeah, I'm shocked. We have nothing to say on the pleb tier. This is, we will not even entertain this <laughs> slanderous. <laughs> if you have nothing nice to say, you don't say anything. So let's move on to exactly. the next one. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's move on, on. If you're part of the McChicken and KFC original burger, <laughs> please join us. <laughs> um, and finally, we have the very poetically named cat vomit tier 
which <laughs> Ellie, this is where you and I are going to get a, a little bit riled up, a little bit emotional. <laughs> We've got the McDonald's Quarter Pounder and KFC's Bacon and Cheeseburger has have fallen from grace down to the cat vomit tier. And I'm not sure I'm in my right mind to make a comment at this point. So, <laughs> Katie, take it away. I, okay, this may be controversial as I am very team chicken. However, I feel that with fast food burgers, bacon on any of it just immediately makes it bad because it's usually like, oldish bacon maybe used in the breakfast like menu that's kind of like i mean this is all a theory no one sue me but it's just like it's all saved from the morning and it's like kind of the leftover stuff and the bacon's never that good and you hardly get any of it and apparently i feel really passionately about this so i feel (laughs) that the kfc bacon and cheese Unfo- like i'm here for the yeah i'm here for the cheese i'm here for the chicken the bacon ruins it Mm. I think there's almost something a little bit criminal about the combination of chicken, bacon, and cheese. Mm. There's something about it. There's You've got a, a whole farm. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a, a fast food chain in Australia called Red Rooster, and mm. they did, um, like, roast chicken with, with cheese and bacon. And i got to say, that was actually one of my favourites. Yeah. But there was just something a bit off about it. I don't know. <laughs> it seems like a forbidden trio. <laughs> It's a bit like when you put, like, egg with chicken. Like, it doesn't quite feel right. Like, something feels slightly off there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, you do have the three animals there, don't you? Yeah. The, the beef come from the cheese, the bacon and the pig, and the chicken from the chicken. Yeah. You know what? That, that is one way to make a girl turn veggie. Oh, sorry, Ellie. Ellie had not connected the dots until just now. <laughs> She's going to go away and have a crisis. Yeah. going to see you at the office eating lentils and nothing else. <laughs> I've now turned vegetarian. <laughs> no, oh, I mean, bacon on a burger. I'm not a massive fan of bacon anyway. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not a massive um, meat eater, but I wouldn't choose to have bacon on my burger. I'd actually mm-hmm. get it removed. Um, <laughs> get the bacon so. and cheeseburger without bacon. Exactly, exactly. Just <laughs> literally cheeseburger. <laughs> but no, I, I do feel personally attacked over the McDonald's quarter pounder. I, I feel <laughs> by this. It's just unacceptable. Yeah, I yeah, I think maybe that was put in there for a little bit of a that's a little bit of a cash grab there. I think he's <laughs> he's done that for the engagement that was gonna draw in from the outrage. And look so, at us falling for it. <laughs> look at us falling right into his hands. <laughs> yeah, I I've got nothing to say except the quarter uh the quarter pounder deserves to be in the god tier. I don't think I'm alone in this. And I don't even need to ask the listeners for their opinion because I know that that is that is a well-known and if you disagree you're entitled to your wrong opinion yeah go join bruno and you know (laughs) unsubscribe from this podcast thank you (laughs) well there you go i was very interested to hear and read through this tier ranking because i i would say it's 50 50 i think there are a few ones in there that are way off but a few that i definitely agree with so Thank you guys for navigating that with me and for helping us put together the definitive lists of burgers in the UK. Um, if the listeners have any opinions or want to kind of weigh in, if we've been slanderous in any way or if you feel hard done by by Bruno, please, please, please let us know at GiraffeSM on Instagram. 
Now it's time for our tips and tricks segment where we share what we've learned in the world of social media and how you can apply it to your social strategy. This week, we're going to be covering the top three national days you need to mark in your calendar for June, along with our top content ideas for each. Guys, it it felt almost right that this episode is all about National Hamburger Day. And so now we're going to extend our thoughts on what content ideas you should put in your calendars for June and some ideas that we've got with. Um, Ellie, why don't you kick us off? All righty. Um, I think obviously we are very, we're a social media agency. We love all things social media. So I think it's only right that we celebrate Social Media Day on the 30th of June. Um, I feel like it's quite a big day for, um, you know, social media managers, social media content agencies, um, any anyone in the world of social media, um, they will jump on the bandwagon every year um, and it's really great to see kind of their posts. Um, so I've kind of like a few fun ideas that you could kind of incorporate this year. Um, you could do like a, a versus, I was thinking, like social media platform versus social media platform. Um, and again, mm-hmm. it's kind of, kind of like... Um, the the burger tears you can you can put maybe controversial things in there to really <laughs> spike up your engagement rate um and get people like that um people like us involved um another one that I've kind of seen done before but works really well um kind of doing stats um uh figures those sort of things um especially on LinkedIn if you if you're using like a B two B platform um that's a really good way to kind of utilize the day um. And kind of just, even if you're doing B2C, you could say like, oh, what's your favorite social media platform? Or what do you use? What social media do you use? Or what would you like to use? Kind of just asking those sort of questions to get people engaged and involved. Um, It's really simple. And obviously, always use of emojis work really well. So describe your favorite social media channel by use of emojis. Um, But yeah, just very basic, very simple, um, but effective. Totally. And I think it's one of those ones where everyone can get involved. I think Mm -hmm. actually Social Media Day was invented by a social media agency. (laughs) They kind of started it as like a little campaign and it's just stuck around every year. So another kind of little bit of initiative there for any agencies or social media managers that want to kind of start their own challenges on social media day or even create their own national day. I don't know how that's possible, but they've, they've done it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's definitely one that we'll be celebrating here at Giraffe. Uh, Katie, what's yours? So mine is Father's Day, which is the 19th of June. And it's actually reminded me that I need to get a card for my dad. Um, which is very helpful. Thank you for this, Chloe. Um, obviously, we all know what Father's Day is. It's a day to celebrate, you know, the special guy in your life. Um, and going off of that, you know, maybe when you're creating content for Father's Day, make sure you're using inclusive language and imagery. You know, some people ha- don't have a dad. Some people have more than one dad. Like, you know, all of those sorts of things are good to keep in mind when you're producing that content. Um, but in terms of the content, like if you're, um, a sales based thing, if you produce products, um, gift guides, I know we've mentioned them before, especially like around Black Friday and the run up to Christmas, any gift giving a holiday, like gift guides is such an easy way to promote your products and be like, this is for a dad who likes sports or this is for a dad who likes skincare. You know, those sorts of things I think are really good um type of content to make and also it wouldn't be father's day if we didn't have dad jokes 
um, reach into <laughs> the depths of your soul, find the most dad jokes that you can, and feel free to get silly with it and enjoy it. You know, it's one of those holidays where you can promote your products and add a little bit of humor and personality into it. Yeah, I love those. And I, I agree with you, Katie. I think it's super important to remember to remain inclusive on Father's Day. You know, there are people who have lost their fathers, fathers who have lost their children and all, you know, everything in between. So that's mm. a really good tip to keep in mind for all our social media managers listening. Mm. Uh, my content day that I would like us all to mark into our calendars, it's a big one. We've got like a few days off for it. And that is the Platinum Jubilee, which is taking place from the 2nd to the 5th of June. So Mm -hmm. a nice couple of days there um, (laughs) if you want to, you know, create days for all all of those, um, or maybe just for the fifth, which is when the Jubilee is. So one of a really cool campaign that I've seen recently is brands like Heinz do some serious rebranding on some of their products yeah. um, in the anticipation and the build-up. Um, so Heinz actually changed their popular salad cream to a salad queen, which uh, <laughs> it's just awesome. <laughs> and at first I was like, wow, that is really – you just – took the easiest one you could find and you run with it. But I don't know, Salad Queen is kind of growing on me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm not saying you need to completely rebrand any of your products, but as you can see, there are plenty of opportunities for you to get involved in the Jubilee Um whether that's kind of pushing any uniquely British products that you might have, if that's kind of part of your USP is that you're British made, British owned, that's always a good route to take. Um, But you could drop as many references to the queen as possible. I can see it now, the queen kind of like holding different products. Um, (laughs) uh, And even, you know, just like nice little play on words, Um, you know, I can see it now, you know, treat treat yourself like royalty, spend the weekend like royalty, all that kind of stuff. I think it's so easy. And especially if you're a brand or social media manager based within the UK, I'm sure you guys already have a wealth of ideas um, to take on. So I don't really need to, to say much else, but those are just three days coming up in June for you to mark in your calendars. Don't forget, it's also Pride Month in June. So a lot of rich content there that you can make as well. And I'm sure we'll do an episode all about it next month. Well, that's all we've got time for today. If you enjoyed this week's episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. And if you'd like to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app, we wouldn't mind that either. We've been Draft Social Media. You've been amazing. We'll see you next time.